Welcome to Level Up. I'm Sherelle. And I'm Danny. And this is the podcast where we talk about health, fitness, and mindset. The great Danielle Weber is gracing us again with her presence. For those of you who don't know, we actually had a conversation three years ago now, back in 2020. So we are so excited to have you back on. Like so much has changed in this time um, for all of us, really. But for everyone, in a nutshell, Danielle Weber is one of the greatest artists that you can ever lay eyes on. Like your work is next level. For those of you who followed the soccer, the amazing, iconic Matilda's piece in Bondi Beach was your work. Yes. You've worked with The Rock. You've worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You just finished a crazy good um, mural in Chapel Street of Biggie Smalls. Like every piece you do is wow. So Thank you. We are so happy to reconnect. It's I feel awesome. like you said you weren't doing the intro. <laughs> that was like, I was like, oh, my God. I just got starry-eyed. I'm like, i got to tell her how awesome she is. Yeah. Thank yep. you so much. It's so exciting. I, I feel like it had been longer, but when you said it's only been three years, I was like, wow, we've all crammed so much into that three, those three years. And that's wow. probably why it feel, feels like it's been... 10 years. I know. I mean, like, the last three years has just been like that. Flown. You know, it's just flown. Like, I was like, it can't have been that long ago, but it really was and so much has changed, which I'm pumped to get into because so much has changed for you, right? Like, the last three years for you, like, even watching what you've been up to on socials has just – it's it must have gone so quick for you. It it does. Like, it's weird. I always say – well, even this year I was like, oh, it's gone slow. And then I'm like, hang on a second. No, it hasn't. It's like this weird balance. I'm like, Mm. sometimes I feel like time is just going so fast. And then when I look back, I'm like, how did I do all of that in that period? So, uh, yeah, I think – I don't know. Time's a weird one. It doesn't really exist sometimes Mm. because it's just like all days are just merging into one. And then I'll have slow periods as well, which is beautiful. So I think – it's always a tornado, but it's just different different speeds of <laughs> tornadoes, I think. Yep. Yeah. Busy's a choice, right? Like, yeah. I feel like you pick we it. We love it. Um, I wasn't going to say busy after that conversation oh, we yeah. had before. I was like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's so yeah. true. But obviously Danny and I have, you know, connected with you a few times and we know a lot about you. Um, but even just for our listeners that might not know you, like just in a summary, like who are you and what do you do? This is always a hard question. Isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> Throw uh, on the deep end. No, so I mean, I started as I guess people could say a more traditional artist. I started on canvas about twelve years ago, and then I transitioned into large scale murals. And I guess through the and per- what's a mural? Just a for- mural is a painting that is uh, on the wall, mm. so painted directly on the wall. It could be an external building, could be in someone's home. Uh, I mean, there's some huge buildings that I've painted and then you can have little murals that are Mm. um, forever standing. Sometimes they don't though with street art, they're not Mm. forever standing. So uh, yeah, so I transitioned into them. They're generally larger scale than what you would do a smaller canvas, um, for example. And then I guess through figuring out business along the way, uh, I've realised there's like a greater purpose in the need to educate and help Mm. artists and um, I guess be a voice for artists because I haven't had that along the way. So I'm in a huge, I guess another transition transition phase um in which i guess it's me trying to show up authentically and be a little bit more real for people in business uh because i think you probably have these conversations all the time like people see you're up here and you're like no 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 like i'm not there Mm. we're all on the same page yep just dealing with different things uh yeah so it's sort of like artists come figuring out business come now i just want to be a you know a voice for artists and um and still try and do everything along the way so Mm. i guess a creator as like more of a general Mm. uh term would probably be yep 
I've definitely noticed you showing up a lot more on socials. Yeah. Where I'm like, Danielle's just, she's she's really putting out some great content. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think it took a lot to get to that. I mean, I think one thing, I was literally thinking about you both on the way here and so much respect for you because you're always showing up and I feel like, I think people grow and they change, but you've you've always been real, both of you. And like, it's huge for women, huge, mm. um, just to show up as yourselves and show up consistently. Mm. And even just having a podcast for the long, like, can I just shout out? Cause a lot of people <laughs> think it's easy, but it's not. It's yep. a huge commitment whilst you're still carrying a lot of other people too. So yeah, respect. Oh, no, right yeah. back at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Well, this is for you, but you know, no, I need to take the No, I needed to say that. You <laughs> know, you. it's like it's people I think underestimate mm, that. Yes, and the energy that you have to put out. Yeah, a totally. lot of people see like the the highlight reel of everything, right? And they just don't see the years of grinding, which we know that you've gone through, right? Because yes. we were speaking about it three years ago yeah. about your backstory, which we'll link that full episode in the show notes as well for anyone that wants to listen to that. But for today, like we would love to dive into like what's changed in the last three years and even that transition period that you're speaking to now, like what's what's sort of pushed you in that way and sort of like what's happened over the last three years. Yeah, I think uh, one huge, I guess, awakening I've had is, and I think a lot of people think when they get to a certain stage in business or they have a certain win that it will become easier or, you know, things will come easier uh, and you'll be like, oh, I'll get there mm. and I'll be happy. But what I realised is, like, the the more you progress, the more you grow, you want more, you're never going to get to a stage where you're like, okay, I'm complacent, I'm good. And obviously the more problems and, and more, like, area and room for growth arises. Mm. And even when you think, okay, I've dealt with that, you know, when you have a huge highlight, um, you know, I had another massive career highlight last year and I'm like, I know what it's like on the other side of this. Let's prepare myself mentally. I'll be okay. I won't have a big crash on the other side. And I still fell on my ass for two weeks and I was like mentally yeah. in, a, in a hole. So I think over the past three years, I've been really paying attention to that and respect to that. And I'm like, what can I do to show up to make sure that people don't have that rude shock along the way or don't mm. feel alone? Because I think they look at you and they're like, oh, you're fine. Like you're, you're, you're there. You've, you've got everything. Everything's rolling in easy. And I'm like, no matter where you're at at your journey, in your journey, everyone's battling the same things on different scales. And I don't think enough people show up because I don't want to take away from, you know, the positive side of things as well. But I don't think enough people are saying, hey, we're all struggling or we're all battling certain things. Mm, so I yeah. think that's where I'm like, I think it's also an element of imposter syndrome when everyone's like, oh, you're amazing. I'm like, oh, but I'm not because I've got to do this, this, this. Mm. And I just felt like I think especially last year was a huge turning point for me uh, when I just felt like a fraud. I remember saying to Luke, I was just like, I feel like a fraud. I'm sitting here crying and I'm putting out content that everyone's celebrating. And I didn't want to speak on that because I didn't want to take away from the impact or the positive impact or the ripple effect that it was having on other people. But mm. so I'm just navigating a way to still share vulnerably, but obviously still um, impact and mm. inspire people as well. Cause that's yeah. what you want to do ultimately. Yeah, totally. Yep. That um, was one of the things that we wanted to actually speak about yeah. was the imposter syndrome because it's, yeah. it's so common for everyone. But even that piece there where you said like there was a two week period that you fell on your ass and ruin it. Like that's a normal thing, right? We see that in yeah. competing. Like yeah. it's a letdown effect that yeah. you get after a wedding, after a show, after anything big that athletes. happens. Like, athletes yeah. and a careers. Yeah. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that? And like, is that was that the catalyst for like all of this now? I think there's been 
it's been a, like an abundance of things over the years that have built up, but I just didn't know or didn't have the confidence or maybe thought that people didn't want to see that side of things, mm. especially with um, like Miked Up Mondays. I've started them because I think people think I have my shit together. Excuse my French, but like I really don't. Like I can paint for hours on end. Like I love a responsible, them. They're funny. Like a responsible <laughs> adult, but yeah. anything yeah. else, like going to the supermarket, daily task, it's a struggle for me. And I'm like, oh, blah, blah. like I'm all over the place. So I think that was the biggest part of um, showing that. But, but yeah, basically it's been just a, a combination of things. And mostly because when I'd speak to people, I felt like they'd seen me in a different light or that, you know, oh my God, you've done this. And, and they, wow, like that's incredible. I'm like, yeah, but there's this, this, this and this mm. going on. And I just felt, you know, whether that is on imposter syndrome or um, I, don't, I don't know, there might be another term for it. So I think last year, you know, and, and what a lot, a lot of athletes and what you'd, you like, you know, in training and in your job and dealing with clients, I think you'd see is that people – you work and work and work for 10 and 12 years and then you come up to this one event and everyone's lifting you up and celebrating you and you're so grateful for that support. But then in your head too, you're like, where's everyone been for the last 10 or 12 mm, years? Yeah. And then everyone drops off and you've got, you know, all the build-up of emotions and... Um, and then everyone flocks to the next thing yes. and like leaves you. And it's a wild ride. Yeah. And I think and a lot of people don't pay enough respect to athletes as well. Um, my friends who are athletes, I'm like, are you okay? Like, do you need yeah. space? Like in the lead up to, you know, fights nice. or comps? Because I, like, I understand like the highs and the lows and the intense waves that you ride. Uh, yeah. So yeah, last year, um, obviously I had another in encounter with The Rock. Um, incredible opportunity, it was amazing. I'm not gonna take away from it, but I was so sick and so deflated on the other mm. side and I had another mental breakdown. So it's so oh, interesting. Yeah. And I haven't really spoken on it because I just didn't – there's a lot of artists that will see that and be like, oh, my God, it's possible. I can make it. Um, but I think we also need to shine a light on, like, the reality of these things too. Mm. Well, how do you harness or how do you work on it? I mean, it's so cool that you're now sharing the low points in in your career it just makes you very relatable it just shows the reality of what goes on but like we'll use that example just before the red carpet you're dressed up you're in the car it's about to happen like how do you keep composed yeah I think I always look back and I'm like I don't know how I think it's funny that certain events like that ha that have happened in my career similar with the Matildas one yep I don't know if the universe just plays tricks on you, but they always happen with like intense speed and pressure. Mm. And I know that there's a lot of people who wouldn't take it on because of the pressure. And if in my head, I'm like, if I, if there's anything, any opportunity that comes my way that I'm going to have the slightest bit of regret for saying no, I'll just jump on it. Cause I'm like, you know what? The pain that I might go through to withstand and, you know, execute this <laughs> is going to be, Less than me thinking, oh, what if I did that? And what if, what if I missed that opportunity? So I look back and I'm like, how did I not shit my pants yeah. on the red carpet? <laughs> but I think, <laughs> you're like, where is this going? <laughs> like, how did I actually not have a mental yeah. breakdown? But I think because things happen so fast and just how they should, I truly believe everything happens how it should. I'm so relaxed and I'm like, I'm just going to show up as myself. And I'm almost in this trance that... 
you perhaps don't even realise what's happening at that point in time until you reflect on it. Mm, so, And I'm grateful that it happens like that, but obviously the intense low at the other end because you're in this huge adrenaline rush yep. is way more intense. Mm. Yep. So I think that's how – and I mean I'm just – I just – I guess approach everything with humor, similar to the guy that you know. I was like, "Hey, you got a booger," and he just met me. Like, <laughs> Watch that! Like, so I think just all listeners are like, "What?" Yeah, sorry, <laughs> what? They didn't get the context of that story. <laughs> I arrived and um, I didn't know anyone. I was in Times Square, but for background too, The Rock asked me to do a painting for his movie um, Black Adam, and. I delivered to him and presented to him live on the red carpet at Times Square in New York. Anyways, someone like me who can't anyways, dress themselves. Anyways, anyways, anyways let's that. move on from that. Um, <laughs> someone like me who can't dress themselves, you know, to turn up, like not knowing anyone there. I didn't know where the painting was. Oh. I had no easel. He wanted this big reveal and they gave me a tiny little piece of black uh, cloth that needed to cover a two meter painting, and oh I was like, no. "Where is that going? Yeah, like what that is, is a tissue. tissue. Like <laughs> that is a tissue." And I'd had instructions from Dwayne, like, "This is what we want to do," and so I was like, "I need help." So I went up to this guy, and I was like, "I need a piece of black cloth. I need another easel. Or I need a human easel." I don't care what it is. Um, and then in the midst of that, I was like, you have a booger. I will pick it for you. <laughs> Let me help He you went out. to try get it out and I was like, oh, my God, this guy. So I literally just picked it out for him. And Oh, that's that's next level comfort. And it was just like, do. I think, and that's what I think. I think at that point you were just like, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. Everything's just on a. <laughs> it's only up from here. <laughs> everything's just on a platter. So, yeah. you know, yeah. and um, I tend to like steamroll into in more interesting behaviours in those situations. Mm. So it's just like, well, we better embrace yep. it. All. He ended up being my human easel and he got a pat on the back from the rock. So, because he was Shout like, Shout out to him. There's two people. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. He just got a free ride. Yeah. Let's be he got touched <laughs> yeah. by the rock. Yeah, he's like, thanks, man. <laughs> I'll let someone pick my booger for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a question on that because you're you're sort of speaking to i guess the the crash that you get after sort of any major like successful event how do you manage or cope with i guess being you but not your successes like a lot of people go wow you've met the rock you know i've done the matildas you've done all these incredible things which is great for mm. like you know because you've done incredible stuff but like how do you still try and stay like I guess grounded and humble and be like well I'm, I'm more than an artist you know because even today like I'm excited to get into some of the mindset stuff some of the business stuff because what you've explained there it's not common mm. ambition is like hard to build it comes yeah. from places so like how do you manage that mindset around like well I'm here to educate because that's outside of your career, yeah. right? Like yeah. that's outside of your job title of doing like murals and everything. Yeah. But like how do you claim your identity as you rather than like your work, if that makes sense? Yeah, I think that's what I battle with uh, a lot because a lot of people instead of being like, oh, like, you know, uh, oh, like I love, like I love what you do. They're just like, oh, yeah. my God, you met The Rock. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. And they'll base, you know, that association, which is incredible but when you do see yourself as so much more and your purpose is far greater than that, mm. I, I, I'm, I am uncomfortable when I have those conversations sometimes. So I think um, it's something I'm still working because mm. I don't want to like, I guess, shut people down. But, and they, you know, and they, they're obviously excited because they connected to this experience for a reason and that's inspired them and, and whatnot. But it is hard and I think... Um, you know, you jump on a podcast and, uh, like, I introed into it because I was like, we'll, we'll 
shine a different light on it but you jump into a podcast and they just want to focus so heavily on that highlight mm. and I'm like but there's so much more to it so I think um there's so much more I to don't you see, yeah and, and, mm. and I honestly and I think that's what people realize you have these highlights and you're like oh okay and you I think I've realized that that's not what makes me tick as well and I think giving to people and helping people and getting the messages from someone's mum or you know a kid that said or or children tagging me in their work yeah. and saying that they're drawing and this this kid um I'll shout out to him uh Apocalypse he I follow him on Instagram and he's like my dad lets me paint on the walls because of you so he literally oh. draws on the walls at home and it just like that's what fills me with yep. joy these other things will help inspire people along the way yep. but um yeah I think maybe that's I don't know if that's a message that I will be able to communicate without you know deflating other people's what in, in like inspiration and, and things like that but mm. um yeah definitely something I battle with and mm. I get really uncomfortable with them um, when I'm yeah out. well yeah. I'm guilty of intro that's the first things I said in the intro but I suppose my reasons for it like leading on that in a way is just to show like where you have been yeah. and it sort of gives credit to who you are and and it's nice to know Although on the outside you've reached these incredible milestones, it's not a coincidence. You work damn mm. hard. You're so yeah. passionate about what you do. Yeah. But even someone who's achieved such milestones still have down days. Yeah, and, totally. You know, so no, I can no. Understand. When like I think it's so important to make those associations because I think people are like, oh, I know the Rock. Oh, oh like I know Arnold, and that's what's amazing yeah, it makes because it, yeah, relatable and and, and because it is a part of the storytelling. And I mean, I put my hand up. I paint um, people that people can relate to and connect to. That's pretty much what I paint. It's quite commercial in an artist, I mm. guess, as an artist to be painting um, references of people that, you know, a lot of artists who are like a pure, pure, I see pure brilliance in them will create their own work and don't need, you know, external inf insp yep. inspiration mm. to be able to create. So it's so important. But I think, yeah, I'm trying to find that balance of like, mm. oh, how do we, you know, I think showing up vulnerable, vulnerably now is probably more of a focus. And, mm. yep. Yeah. Well, I guess it's the same as like what we were speaking about earlier, Danny, with like a lot of people in the fitness industry associate their worth with their body. Yeah. You know, and it's like oh, you're yeah. more than a body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the body that you represent has layers and layers yeah. of other incredible stuff that the world would get just as much value from. Exactly. So that's like what you're sharing too. It's like those opportunities, you've created them for yourself and they don't just come along. No. So it's about sharing the story, sharing the resilience, sharing the journey that's allowed you to get to that point. And that's often because of like a lot of insecurity people don't share that yeah. and I'm like it's such a shame because like people love hearing that when yeah. they look up to their idols and go damn they struggle too yeah you know yeah. it's not just it's not just me because I'm shit that's what people do they yeah. go why me yeah. but then when you can relate to other people like you're already doing that because you're being open and authentic you mic'd up Mondays and yeah. other banter and just showing like the human experience of you yeah. along this journey and documenting it like that's so valuable that's what makes people different yeah I think um, you probably noticed over the years too, maybe I didn't realise the importance of it mm. until you do start showing up and everyone responds and they're like, mm. oh, my God, I'm not alone. Like, I, mm. you know, because I have my days too where I'm like, I'm shit, I'm shit, this person's mm. great, this person. Like, everyone has their days. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really interesting mm. sometimes. Yeah, so I agree totally. Mm. You uh, mentioned about earlier you said it's important for women to show up in particular. Now, is your industry still male dominated? Like what made you sort of say that? 
I think so. There's been a huge transition. I think I think especially over the last five years, a lot more women are showing up and banding together as well. Uh, and I mean, I think that you know, men have dominated this industry for so long. It's new for them too, and I sympathise with that. Um, like art, work, yeah, yeah, and especially street art. You know, yeah, a lot yeah. of women are taking over the walls. And I guess the thing is too is we've we've I guess put a focus on business Mm. which is sometimes why we're a little bit more I guess um inclined to get those walls because we're I guess we've put that effort into it whereas I think a lot of males that I know they're like oh yeah she'll be right we we don't you know we can just go out and bang out some walls work on the business side of things in general like female artists have been putting a lot more effort into the business side and the structure of their business rather than just the work rather than just the work themselves um Mm. itself so I think and for me I was like okay I'm never going to be the best artist I know that like but what can I do to make myself like a you know a businesswoman as a mm. whole and so rather than you know trying to be the best artist I've focused on I was not great at business I was shocking I hate it like I was like this is this is I'm gonna rip my hair out yeah mm. we all know how hard it is but it was like what can I do to I guess make yourself stand out a little bit more whether you focus on marketing um and uplift your brand as a whole mm. rather than just trying to focus on that work because you need everything at the end mm. of the day to be able to to make it or make anything of it so um and that's what I think is amazing so I I think it's female artists have been um really channeling like being boss women I'm here for it I'm here for it too best time alive to be a female right now let's be honest yeah and I think even just like I've said this I think in this room a few times on a podcast being on building sites you know 10 years ago versus being on building sites now um the conversations have shifted um, you know, I still get really crappy comments every now and then, but for the most part, I feel like there has been a positive shift. Um, and you know, people are calling people out on things, yeah. and it's becoming not okay to mm. you know have to talk to someone different because they are you know they are a female or yeah. they are vocal. Um, but yeah, showing up authentically in business yeah. as well, and like showing other women that you can do it. I think we used yeah. to be so scared to. You know, like even me, like I'll burp and stuff, and I'm like, whatever, like guys do it. Yeah, who cares? Talk about you know? like so, so yeah. yeah. Is yeah. there any anything <laughs> for you that stands out from those days, like ten years ago? Being on, I could imagine. I mean, the catcalling. Oh, I would just like. Is there anything that stands out for you that you can remember where you're like, something needs to change? I got not blamed, but if something would go wrong on site. Um, they would ask me before they would ask other people. I'll be like, oh, did you do that? Like I remember someone ran into a wall with a scissor lift. And he didn't ask anyone else. He came to me and he's like, was that you? The oh. female doesn't know. And I was like. That's so bad. What, what, what? No, I don't know how to drive a scissor lift. And I just drove, drove it straight into the wall. Like, and I was just like, have you asked anyone else? But just I could just tell like it was so direct. And. I, look, I've laughed off a lot. <laughs> I've laughed off a lot of situations, but yeah. there was look. There's uh, too many to name of yeah. situations where I'm like, I know for a fact that even just coming up on the street and you know sharing opinions that are not wanted and um, having conversations because they you know feel like they're entitled to stop you working, and if you don't talk. You, to them you're a bitch like oh you're a bit rude you know and I'm like well I'm actually working so Lighten up, love <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah. um well and, and it's funny because I it happened a couple of weeks ago I was having a conversation and he this guy goes 
we I was friendly. I gave him 10 minutes and then he just goes, oh, so, you know, is this your real job or <gasps> like what, you know, like what do you do? And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, nah, nah, like I've just taken off work to come and work here. <laughs> do you know who I am? The people around me, like um, Alessandra and a couple of other people started laughing. Uh-huh. And because I was, I was like taking the piss and he goes, oh, what's funny? And he's like, oh, it's not very nice for you all to laugh. Like I was just asking a question. And I was just like, oh, no, like it's just a question. That it, but it was funny because like he asked me, a, a, like it's a rude question. It's offensive, man. And I took the piss and then he way. got offended that we were having a giggle. And I was like, the irony of that. And usually, yeah, look, I pick standards. and choose where I, I expend my energy. If I feel like it's someone who can be educated, I'll actually have a mm. really good conversation with them. And, and maybe educate just, them. Yeah. And it's all about nice. the approach. Um, but if I feel like it's someone like, you know, I don't want to waste my time, it's, yeah. But look, I think just the comments, um, oh, like you missed a spot and oh, like, you know. <gasps> that would be annoying. I could do that. Oh, you use a projector, that's cheating. And usually oh. I'm just like, here you so go. Cheating. I'm like, here you go. I'm like, here's the brush, you go, go on, you do it. Oh, no, 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 I didn't mean it like that. So, you know, sorry. Like, and yeah. I'm like, so just the oh. comments and there's a lot of conversations that in general, and I know like there's a lot of women in this in this field that say, the, the the abuse and the the what you cop as women on the streets does not happen as much to men on the streets. So it was really interesting. Wow. It doesn't happen They just feel anywhere. like they can. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's a, it's a girl, vulnerable, we'll go up and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's everywhere. I feel like any female in business, you have to have thick skin. Oh, you do. Yeah, you have to. You've got to be able to take the comments. You've got – because, what, you respond and you're the bad one. Like, and then you're the – it's like, oh, wow. Like, that one – that did. little shift that yep. I took and, and everyone had a giggle and really it was like a light-hearted comment. Yep. And he goes, you know, if I said that I worked here, would you laugh at me? And I was yep. like, well, All of a sudden you're the bad guy. <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden. But yeah. honestly, like you have to have such thick skin to show up online, to run a business, to yeah. lead people, to – you have to show such thick skin, yeah. thicker skin as a female. Yeah. I know people won't like us saying that. No, but, but you it's really like, do. It's the it's fucking the truth. truth. Yeah. We have to put up with so much bullshit. That there's so many layers to it too. Like there's body, there's like mm. – there's your body – like – if I showed up in certain clothes, like people would make comments on my clothes, not my art. And it's like, well, yeah. you know, that has no, but yeah, there's, there's so many layers to it and mm. you do have to have thick skin. If that's anything I've learned over the last 10 years, it's just like, I've got resilience tattooed on my spine. Cause you just, do you actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah good. Cause you literally just take little jabs. Like, yep. and they all accumulate. And if you can't just brush it off and have a laugh, it will eat you up. Totally. Yeah. So true. Yeah. You mentioned um, putting more time into your business structure and everything. So, what were sort of those main changes or did you get someone to help you do it? Like tell us a little bit about that actual process where you decided, okay, cool, I'm awesome at what I'm doing with my work, but hang on, we have to create a business now. Yeah. Like what was that about? And I think that's like, oh, we just want to play all the time as creatives. Yeah. Like all oh, play, no work. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, look, I think certain things happen like when you're busy and everything's rolling really well, you're like, oh, it's all good. But then when um, you have quiet periods and you don't have structure in place, that's when the cracks start to show. And I think over the years I've sort of, um, I haven't really had like set mentors. I've had, you know, some management teams. Um, I've had it like a new manager jump on board this year who's helped with the structure and just helped, I guess, keeping me accountable. Had a really, really good accountant as well that's placed a lot of structure. Um, I've had great accountants over the last few years, but yeah, my um, current accountant, has been incredible 
for just holding me accountable and being like, hey, these are your figures. Like you you need to do X, Y, Z. I'm mm. like, whoa. Like I didn't even know. Mm. So it's really been in the last year that, um, you know, because it's very inconsistent sometimes in business. You try to plan and then something will pop up and everything's just out of whack. Yeah. So I think if you have the structure in place to pivot um, and then everything can kind of, you know, you've got certain wheels in motion, that's important. But then it's also important to be able to be flexible as well so it's only really been the last year that I've uh and because I've had a staff member as well Alessandra's mm. been with me for um, nearly two years now and when I was all over the place I'm like you know what I'm a like I'm technically a boss I act like a child but I hate <laughs> saying that I'm a boss but if I'm not um if I'm confused at where we're at and I don't have any structure how can I expect yeah. Alessandra to to function and that that that's huge and mm. I really I'm like you know what actually maybe I do need to be responsible mm. <laughs> and an adult and since doing that and look we have we've implemented it slowly um you know we're talking social media structure we're talking um regular uh, meetings with accountants you know re regular check-in strategy sessions figuring out where our income's coming from mm -hmm. figuring out where we're putting too much time and where it's not showing return um, and yeah, just having those meetings and keeping everyone accountable. And then mm. I can set tasks accordingly yep. as well. Was there a point that you got to where you were like, something needs to change? Like whether yep. it was, what was that like? Um, I was putting my savings into my business to keep mm, it going. Yeah. And that wasn't too long ago. Yep. Where so, you're like, shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. That's <laughs> yeah. not great. Mm. Yeah. Well, what? it's very common for creatives, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm exactly the same in terms of like, I, I need other people to structure me. Yes. I'm not very yes. good at structuring yeah. myself where you've got to be able to realise. But exactly. usually everyone has that point where it's like something happens yeah. and you're like, far out, I need to do yeah. something different. Yeah. I'd had a crazy good few years in business and then maybe I'd perhaps just focused on the wrong things yep. for a little bit long. The thing with The Rock happened. I lost my momentum. Mm. People would think that that would bring a lot of attention. I think it almost did the opposite. Mm. It, um, mm. So I had not a lot of work lined up mm. and I was like, we're in trouble here. Mm. And one thing is, you know, I'd built like a really good relationship with Alessandra. I was like, that's one thing I want to keep. So how are we going to do that? And yep. yeah, we're in a different position now. But I think that's also good to note that you can have like incredible years in business but nothing is certain. You still have to work so hard yep. to keep that ball rolling. And then I had a really, really hard year that I was like, okay, something needs to change. Yep. Well, every that and that's the piece that I'm saying it's not common. No. It's like if when something happens, there's two choices. Mm. You're like, something needs to change yep. and I'm going to fix this. Yep. Or people just go, this is too hard. Yeah. And you, you, you pick a direction. And yep. that's what I'm saying is like, you got to have that at the like the root of you, something like giving you that like, like it's amazing what you can do when you've got no choice. Yeah. It's like over here, I'm, I'm dipping into my savings, yeah. got no choice Oops. but to grow through this. Yeah. Otherwise I'm just going to go backwards. Yeah. And it's um sometimes a rude awakening and that's why I think like ego in business is just not not great yeah. because if you have that ego and you're like, no, I'm not going to tell yep. anyone or I'm not going to reach out for – like I think you just need to be stripped back of all of that mm. and say – Hey, be humble. Be humble. Help me. Like, what, yeah. what am I yep. doing? You know. Yep. Never too high. Never too low. Yeah. Yep. And and I know that you know you can have your good years. And I've I've always been aware of that. Like I'm when everyone's like, oh, you must you must be doing really well. I'm like, I'm still hustling. Like, yep. every it, it, I'm a creative. What do you think I was like? I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to be a millionaire. Maybe when <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. But like, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. now. What do you do you then know? from a business structure? Because it's so different to, I guess, what. The f like I would say in fitness it's very common to have recurring revenue yep. where you have clients that like 
pay weekly, monthly yep, or subscribe. Yep. Membership pay. Very common to have that or like regular. Whereas with artwork, it's more like jobs. Like it's, it was it hard to predict work? It is so hard. Hard to predict work, hard to predict um, income. And I think really hard to predict when you're going to get paid too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially depending oh, yeah. on, you know, you could have like hundreds of thousands of dollars outstanding in jobs depending on the scale of your business. But um, I think that's where you know, you, I've brought in the print side, which is like the online business, yep. which is a little bit of passive income. We can obviously control how uh, busy or how, you know, um, quiet that is. But yeah, figuring out other forms of income that can give you that breather, like the next few weeks, I've got a little bit of downtime. I'm going to, uh, I've got a couple of limited edition drops coming up that mm. I can then, they can tick away with passive income as well. So it's really just and, it, you know, it's important because, yep. yeah, okay, you might get paid $50,000 for a mural, but that gets eaten up in business. Yep. You can't just be like, oh, cool, sorted for you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So I think it's just always being on the front foot and not getting comfortable in that. And um, that's where I want to sort of build out. Because at the same time, which you both are doing, we want to help people. Yeah. And if you're not okay in business, you can't help other people. Yep. So that's where I'm like, okay, something needs to change. We yep. need to... Um, say no a little bit more and then also um, maybe you can't help everyone. And if we do, maybe there needs to be some payment for your time because you know your worth yep. and that's what I'm trying to, uh, I guess, advocate for. So for me showing up for free all the time and helping everyone and not charging for yep. my time and expertise, am I really, you know, got, It's business, right? What, like, you know, yeah. And that was one of the things that I wanted to actually ask you about because you made this post the other day that mm. I was like, fuck yeah, go daddy. Yeah. Um, and it was about the evolution of your prices yep. and charging for what you're yes. worth. And you quoted yourself as serial Undercharger. Undercharger. Like yeah. tell us a little bit about that and I guess even like creating that post and putting that together of like, how the evolution of increasing prices and maybe is there a correlation to like self-worth in there or yeah. Yeah. I think there's a correlation to self-worth def definitely and also growth. So I think everyone needs to earn their stripes. I'm not saying, you know, go and charge a ridiculous amount where then you go and paint this mural and you have a million problems and your client's unhappy and you've overcharged and yep. then you never want to paint a mural again. There's also a happy medium between you know, overcharging and then feeling like you haven't provided value to mm. your client. But there has, like, I mean, my pa my first painting I was $40 yeah. that I sold, you know, and, wow. and now I won't sell an original less than $6,000. They start from that. So I think the, the reason I'm highlighting that is, one, to show that you need to be patient mm. in your journey. Two we all undercharge and undervalue ourselves sometimes. I must say too, because when people ask me like, how do you charge? I'm like, at the end of the day, you need to be happy and not feel resentful. Like nothing else matters. People are going to say, someone said, oh, you're still a serial undercharger. And other people will be like, wow, you charge too much. So mm. no one's going to agree with your pricing. Like it, yep. that's the simple as you that. Said it. You need to be happy as a creative. If you walk away from a job feeling resentful and that you don't want to paint one another mural ever again you know you've not charged correctly yeah so I think um growth and self-worth like sort of I guess trickle along together and as as you as you grow your self-worth grows um and you know I have base rates now which I won't I won't go out for any less than that because mm. I know that if I'm not getting paid that I could be working on my business or helping other people 
or working in my studio. So, yeah. and that's where that's, I guess, that um, self-worth comes yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. you've got to charge what you're worth and you've also got to feel like it's worth your time. 100%. And we all mm. do a better job when we feel like we're getting paid well for yes. it. Whereas yeah. like if something's for free, like you said, sometimes yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm half asking this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm actually providing something that's worthy of it. And yeah, I think Doing it's Doing a so disservice important. to yourself yeah. and your client. And that's what I try to say to people like, hey, you probably don't want, you know, you. You get what you pay for at the exactly. end of the day. It's literally, that's, that's the, that old chestnut. Exactly. It's, yeah. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the episode, please share it with a friend or share it on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And you've got to change, I suppose we've all been through that and we all will still forever go through those feelings of putting our prices up. But, and you said it before, like charge what you're worth, but then also people's story around money. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people see them selling a service to be salesy or you know but you're you're delivering such an amazing service with the underlying value to help other people so we deserve an exchange in money for our efforts and our help so i think as soon as people change the language around it like i deserve to get paid because that means i can actually help more people yeah i think it makes it a lot easier yeah definitely and that's why i say to people i'm like you know what would I go spend $10,000 on a mural right now? Probably not. And I'd paint murals. So everyone values things differently. I don't expect you to want to pay that for a mural. And if you don't, like, go get yeah. a print. Go get a, yeah. go yeah. Get a canvas. Like, I'm not saying that, not you know, everyone. everyone needs to value the same yeah. things. We all value different things. So, and I think that's where people need to, like, detach that. That that's separate. That's separate. Compartmentalise that. And, yeah, like, it's, yeah. So it's an interesting one. It's a choice. Mm. Has anything like obviously experience and like your evolution as an artist has grown a lot. So like naturally your prices are going to increase to correlate with that. But has anything else changed like in that period since you first started painting to maybe now that might have influenced that? The change in price? Mm. Uh, Realising that, yeah, like it's it's a business and that I need to, <laughs> I need to be paid and by getting paid – you know, more I can then help other Do people. More. And I, yeah. you know, I have big goals for developing a platform where, you know, all creatives can be a part of and access resources and, um, you know, an online platform I want to educate through there and streamline that. Um, Cause at the end of the day, like, you know, one on one mentoring is great, but that's helping one person rather mm-hmm. than, you know, a thousand people or 10,000 creatives. So, and yep. there needs to be more support. We don't have enough support like that. So yeah, I think realizing that over the years that the more, you know, I know my worth, I can then translate that into helping other yeah. people. Yeah, it allows you to reinvest, right? And that's yeah. something that I was probably similar to what Danny was saying. I was like, oh, I used to hate, I used to say it to you, I used to hate taking money. Yeah. Remember? It's yeah. like this thing and it's so weird. I'm like, I don't want to take people's money. And then I'm like, yeah. earning money as a business gives you oxygen yeah. to feed and grow yeah. the vision of what you're actually yeah. trying to do. And the more money, the better yeah. everything you get because the better people you can hire, the yeah. better resources, the more yeah. stuff you can develop and design. And the more work I put the in. The more people you can build up around you and yes. help around you. Exactly. And that the thing is like I don't even take a wage. Yeah. I haven't I haven't like you know I here and there if I need I'm like oh, cool cool. But mm-hmm. most people don't realize the money that you do take in business is like straight back in yep. in exactly. some way shape or form. So um it's not a negative thing but I used to be really funny about it too. Mm. And you're like oh how do I charge this person and Yeah like oh, uh, don't, oh they've got to pay uh, don't worry about, about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy's like what yeah. the hell guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's huge. Yes. It's huge. It's very like that relationship around just being like okay, it just just changing that, yes. attached like that stigma that it's attached to money. Exactly. Yeah. I think selling is still a really hard, like being like, buy this, buy that, I struggle with. Mm. Um, but 
I think there's ways that you can do it as well. Yeah, in your authentic. own tasteful ways yeah. and marketing, like what you're doing, obviously that's been a part of like your pivot with business is yep. being like, well, I need brand awareness. I am my brand. I yep. need to market it, make myself more valuable. Yep. And all of those things like naturally do it because of course, yeah. people buy your work because of also not just the incredible work, but who you are as well. Yes. Like you are your brand. So that all correlates. Well, that's kind of, that, that's, I guess what I've realized. And it's a rude shock. Cause you're like, why? Like people don't really want to know about me. They don't want to know about do. your story. And then, it, and then obviously as I, as the years went on, I'm like, oh, okay. What, when I buy into someone or when I buy an artwork or when I sign up for a membership, I'm like, oh, I'm investing in them. Yep. And, then, and then I realized like what I was doing. I'm like, okay, you know, other people are the same. That translates across, you know, all, um, careers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you get yeah, to exactly. relay the vision and the story. We cannot, yeah. can't just have a painting sitting here. <laughs> like, it would be beautiful well, to look at, yeah. but it can't tell your story. Yeah. I mean, you've got an original. I do. Yeah. I do. It's yeah. hanging up in the house. I was thinking that. And yeah. she, she paid for it. <laughs> and I yeah, paid good. for it. Yes, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. right. Sweat spots. No, I can put my arm up. I've been holding <laughs> them down. Have I got there. spots? Is no, it there? No, no. Um, I was like, I've put it down the whole time because I'm like, sweating. shit. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? We had a conversation that you'd tell me. So I'd assume that, you know. Yeah, no, we'd tell you if one of us was sweaty or big sweat. Majority's button popped open before. Yeah, literally my button popped open before. It's all comfort over here. I want to ask something. Um, just about the mentoring, like, and we see it a lot in our industry where people are sort of, they've been a trainer for a year, then all of a sudden they're a mentor and it's a bit premature. Like, <laughs> I struggle coach with that. Next minute. Like, you definitely have mm. to earn the right to mentor other people. So, like, what led you to go, yep, I'm ready to teach other people how to do this? That's exactly why I struggled to okay. start this in the first place. Mm. So I'm like, I've been in business for 10 years. I don't know anything. And then I... <laughs> a decade. And, <laughs> and then I saw people who had been, you know, in business for a year. And I'm like, where'd they get their confidence from? Can I borrow a bit? Because, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know where. And good on them. Like, you know, all power to them. But then I was like, okay, hang on a second. If someone's showing up after a year in business and maybe I should, you know, pull a bit of confidence out of my pocket and know that there is perhaps some value that I can can add. So, but yeah, I, I do struggle with that. I'm like, look, we could go on a tangent about, you know, the 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 pyramid marketing oh, scheme of- uh, If I get another freaking isogenic <laughs> shake DM, I'm gonna lose it. There's that. And then there's, you know, the, the coaches that train the coaches to be coaches, to then be coaches, to be coaches. <laughs> to be coaches, yeah. to be coaches. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, to then coach the coaches. To then coach the coaches. <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't know who's been coached by who and, and yeah, what. Yeah, who's at but, the top? And look, I think a there's a lot of people doing amazing work, but there's also a lot of people who um, I think maybe are taking advantage of vulnerable 100%. people oh, who are a bit yeah. lost and don't know where they're going. Oh, and, majority, which is unfortunate. And that's what's taste. dangerous. So yeah. I don't want to be like, if I'm ever like that, I, I, you could call, call me you out. Like, <laughs> the pits, <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But a decade, like, oh my God, Surely even experience, right? And I'm still like, it. oh, should I be doing this? Oh, no. no, but we were talking about this yesterday with the confidence inverted C or the U, where like when you don't know a lot of knowledge or you don't, you're not very educated, you've got so much confidence because yes. you're like oh you're my naive. god I know everything because you yeah. don't know what you don't know and then the more that you get educated and the more experienced you're like you are humbled oh, shit. <laughs> I actually don't know as much as I thought I knew yeah. I don't I now know what I don't know yeah and that is where it, it really deflates you your confidence and your yeah. self-esteem because you're yeah. like ah oh. and then it sort of comes starts to come back up more. yeah and whenever you listen to any experts or any anyone in their field that's at the top I even listen to Andrew Huberman and he's like oh. now I'm I'm a neuroscientist not a neurobiologist so I don't this is not my specialty and he's <laughs> 
I'm like, geez, like if you're saying that and then talking yeah. about that and everyone else is like, guys, just just calorie deficit. And you're like, far out. Yeah, like, I know, and I know. And there's, a, there's a lot of noise too, so it's yes, hard so to know much. who to, yeah. I feel like I've, yeah, you, you're, you're humbled. And when you're young too, you're like, oh, I've got this, I've got this. Yeah. And then you're like, no. <laughs> so I'm kind of in like that middle stage now. We might yes. be like slowly... Slowly back, but I've got a long way to go. And I don't think even when powerful. you get there, you're, you're, you're back something down else. anyway. Something do you else. ever get there? You just don't cover so. it. I think the, I, I don't think so. I don't think when we're wired. I mean, I've, yeah, I've, I was having a conversation with my hairdresser last night. I got my hair done for you guys. I hadn't oh, done I it in five months. And I was like, I need it cut because all these little, you know. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, but I was having a conversation about like critical thinking and like how critical you are on yourselves. And I'm like, if I take a day off or if I'm not being productive, I saw you speak on this the other day as well. Mm. I'm like, I could be doing this, I could be doing that, I could be doing this, yeah. I could be doing that. If I'm sick and I take a day off, I might feel so guilty. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I've gotten better, but I don't know if I'm ever going to get to the point where I'm at a stage where I'm like, we're good. Mm. We're good. We're not going to go. Yep. Retirement. And I look at like <laughs> the greatest like people and the people that I look up to. Um, I was watching JLo's documentary. Mm. Oh, I love that one. And she just said, she goes, and that's, j-lo mm. and she said like you never know when your next job is going to be and that's yeah. what i said before insecurity all, drives ambition yeah, honestly yeah, like yeah. we all need a layer and their of purpose is greater than what they've put out over the last exactly. you know however many years there's always another purpose or another yeah. um drive there's something there's just the fire in the belly that will never never diffuse mm. is that a, is that a good one Epic. Diffuse. Is that a word? Diffuse. We'll go. Yeah, yeah it is. Whatever diffuser. you say is a word. Yeah, that's a Don't word. worry about it. How do, you, how do you turn off a flame? Yeah, diffuse. <laughs> Put oh, out. No, I won't try. Extinguish. <laughs> extinguish. There's a fire in your belly that will never extinguish. That was, that's, that's your it. quote. You can take yeah. that quote. Snip that, right. Snip that one, John. Take note Snip of that, that one. <laughs> well, coming on to that, like, you know how people are saying, oh, work-life balance and all of that. Like, do you think that's a thing? Look, I think it's something I've gotten better at, um, you know, being busy for the sake of being busy. I think of like a lot of people speak on that now, which is like, oh, I need to be here because I just need to be, mm. you know, doing something for the next. Now I've been trying to, if I'm in the office, I'm like, you know what? I've done everything that I need to do. Go home. Yeah. Danielle, just go home. There's nothing else you <laughs> need to off. do. And um, also allocating like downtime and quieter periods. So I think you can uh, have you know, a better relationship with balance and knowing when you need that time and that space to fill your cup. But I don't really think that in an industry or like in my industry where things are like this, um, mm. I think you have to take the opportunity when opportunities when they come and sometimes that just doesn't allow for work-life like balance. Mm. I would have missed so many opportunities if I was like, oh, no, haven't had a day off today. Yeah. I haven't had a day off in two weeks. Sorry you know you take the work when it's there you're grateful for it when it is there and then you can take some downtime when you go yeah. something that i've learned in business is that you don't get to choose when the breaks come and the opposite's true as well so like when the breaks come you take it yeah. it's like if i've got a couple of quiet weeks like don't grind if i don't have to because yeah. i know that there's going to be periods where i do have to work seven yeah. days a week and yeah. really push myself and i need to have like the stamina there exactly. to be able to do yeah. it you need and to have that cup full to yeah like execute. this whole five days on two days off bullshit is not for Oh, it's just not it's too forced. No. It's too yep. forced. If I want to work on a Saturday, I'll work on a Saturday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and there I think might be days where you don't feel like doing anything. You're yeah. like, you know what? 
I'm just going to have a day. Yes. Yeah. I'll have a day. But Sunday, sometimes I'm like, cool, Sunday. Like, I know you've said sometimes, like, your Sunday is like your Monday. Is mm. that? Yeah, yeah get like, organized. And I'm like, it's actually so good to get organized and then yep. start the week. And then some, like, if, yeah, like some Thursdays, I'm like, yeah, nah, like, you know, I might take a bit of a slow day today. And I think, yeah, just. Yes. Listen to the body, like when yes. you're hungry, it's something you're like hungry. Like we too. invented a working week. Humans invented yeah. a working week. It's not yeah. a real thing. We just invented yeah. it as a society. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. And how do you find, like you've been, how long have you been with Lou, your partner? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Yes. Like how do you find, because we all go through this. Such I hope I got that right. I was actually asking him the other night. I'm like, is it coming up to eight or is it seven? I think it's seven. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll go call with seven. It seven. We landed on seven. We landed on <laughs> seven, but like driven women, there's a stigma around, you know, the man needs to be the most driven and, you know, <laughs> yeah. we kind of. Like which, bless all our partners. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. Us do our thing. But how do you maintain, not just even your, your relationship with Luke, but friendships? How do you find that balance? Because I know you days can be huge. huge how do you spend time still with your loved ones I think we've all learned that if you don't have people around you that understand it's our work is and our purpose is far greater than yep. uh, any other relationship so it's always yeah. gonna look he is a priority uh, and I think you just need to be around people that understand and uplift you and support that vision and literally support it wholeheartedly like you do because if they don't they yep. just won't understand it or have a vision of their own that is you know, that is great as well. Um, so I'm so, so fortunate that like my friends, my family, you know, there's some people who don't understand and if they do, I'm like, you know what, I'm just not going to mm. – and maybe that's a friendship that will be left in the past. So um, at the end of the day, if someone needs me, I will be there. But, you know, I've missed plenty of birthdays. I've missed plenty of things and everyone's generally really understanding. And Luke is hands down just like the greatest best friend like I could ever ask for because he's he's never and one agreement that we do have is like I've always said you will not hear me complain about work or exercise those two things that you can do as much as you want and you're bettering yourself in your yeah. business and your work you can work 100 hour weeks and you'll never hear me complain mm. and I think as long as you have solid communication around that and an understanding I just said no complaints about work uh Exercise and no drugs. That's all you ask for me. Yeah, nice. simple as that. Some, like sometimes not, ask for, not so it? simple. Apparently, it is. Uh, you know, for other people who yeah. are like, oh, as if you wouldn't let your partner do drugs. I'm like, that's just not something that I want. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but in in saying that, yeah, I just, I the communication around that has always been clear. And yeah. um, he will, you know, I'll be like, hey, I'm gonna be home late tonight, or hey, I won't. Sometimes I don't see him. Like yeah. if I'm working in Sydney, I don't even speak to him because I don't have the capacity. And we have that conversation. Like I'll be like, my I'm I'm on a twenty percent. He'll go to talk to me about something. I'm like, are you going to go on a big story because I've got <laughs> yeah. I've got nothing. I'm like, yeah. maybe tomorrow. Bandwidth this like that. this. And we just yeah. I just say that. Yeah, and then good. sometimes he'll be like, D, you just need to calm down. Like, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be like, I've got nothing. And we just communicate. Like yeah. he's been doing marathons and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how are you? Like, are you okay? Can yeah. I do anything? Give him space when he needs it. We live very like independent lives, but also very in tune with each other's lives. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yes. I think as well, like obviously seven years, like you've been doing this for a lot longer. Yeah. But he's sort of grown with you, right? Yes. And that's something I think about, like Luke and I were together before anything. Yes. So it's sort of like, 
I love that yours is like Luke. Yeah, Luke, Luke, Luke. Luke. yeah, yeah. <laughs> daddy and daddy. Oh, you stuck this up. Now I've got someone coming. <laughs> but it's so different because I'm like, oh my God, if I was single now, it'd be really hard to find yes. someone to put up with my shit. That's yeah. the way I feel. But when someone <laughs> grows with you, I feel like they they know, like you can go away to Sydney and you don't have to talk. No. I sent like two, I sent a photo to Luke of this costume when we're, we're in shop. Lombard <laughs> <laughs> she said zombies but to him do you know what I mean like, I don't talk to him really either because yeah. I don't have to no. do you know what I mean but I can go home and it'll all be fine but no. like if I if there was like if anything was really high maintenance and yep. that's the same with friendships yeah. right these I love low maintenance friendships yeah. so it's like I'm yeah. being really busy Hope you've been well. Yeah, they get it, and they get it. We don't do the small the talk when yeah, you've got a nah. business and you need the capa- like you need the capacity to outdo so many things. You, it's not the hey, how you got? No, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't you know how I'm going? Don't I'm probably mooning you on Instagram. My ass is in your face. So literally, don't ask me how I'm going. Like if I'm if there's something wrong too, like yes. you know, you, it's but oh. you know I'm not taking away from the fact that friends and family are like really supportive. Totally. But yeah, I think it's I think that's let's normalize like having incredible relationships, mm. but they they are incredible because you respect so. those boundaries and you yep. just have yeah, that that communication. Oh, I have this one friend and bless her, but she knows that I don't check any notifications on Facebook cuz like it's just manic on there, but then yeah. people invite me into events and they're like, "Oh yeah, we've got this thing on tomorrow night." And I'm like, "What?" Like I missed it. Who so she does Facebook events. Honestly, sorry. <laughs> normal people. <laughs> <laughs> but she'll message me she's like, "Hey babe, just letting you know this is on this date." I don't know if you've seen it and I'll be like That's thank good. you so much. it gives me anxiety yeah. knowing that I'd if you forget stuff. something yeah like if there's a message or like and I'm like I just don't see it yeah you know and you feel so bad I'm like if it's not on my calendar yeah. and it's not in my emails and it's not starred oh, and I, you don't tag me in monday.com you I'm be just there, gonna there, miss it the worst is when they're like oh we didn't invite you because like you're too busy I'm yeah. like if you need uh, me somewhere true. you know I'll be yes, there like you got my mobile number yeah. please text like, me like sometimes families are like oh we, we didn't say like because you know you're busy I'm yeah. like if, if there's a family event or something important, like I will move everything out, yep. out of yeah. the way, that busy, that busy chestnut again. Yes. You're not, like we all have time, we all have capacity, but mm. you just need to, that's so nice, bless, we need to... Yeah, need to have but I'm like, people like that. That. Hear a lot of effort, yeah. <laughs> People that understand though, that yeah. like, I know, they get it. They get it. They get it because yeah. I know, and it's all, like you're saying, not everyone does, and it's okay. Would never expect it. No, to like no, either. Definitely not. Yeah. But yeah, like it's incredible that you've been able to do that with Luke, and he understands, and he he understands and respects that you've probably got this drive um as well just to yeah. keep doing what you're doing yeah does he like at the end of the day because I used to do this previously with Luke as well and sometimes I'd have to pull myself up just constantly talking about work and business and what you're doing mm. and like your interests. does he fuel that or do you guys have like boundaries around okay it's relationship time or we we don't have like set boundaries I think it just depends on like how much capacity there'll be times where you know he might get really excited about an idea mm. and I'll be like not today like not now and like mm. we'll have it. and then I'll be like oh that thing that you know he was talking about um anti-aging the other day and Ooh. I'd Bo- been doing what, like, oh, no 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 I've no, no stuff. but it was um tablets and things yeah that, I think it was a maybe Huberman or something like that, that yeah was a, oh, one wow. of those podcasts and he gets really excited and I was on the way home. I'd just done a 14. I'd done a massive mural bender. It was a 14-hour day. <laughs> and he's in my ears and I'm like... About anti-aging. I was like, Luke, are you going to talk about anti-aging right now? And he's like... Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, can we say this one? And I'm like, just... I'm yeah, like, not now. Not now. And he's fine. Like, he's so fine. And then even yesterday I was trying to do something. And I was like, 
just give me five minutes and I could see he was driving. He was like, oh. Yeah. So he's a bit like you anyway. Yeah, so we're the same. <laughs> we're literally the same. And then I was just like, okay, I'm ready. He's like, oh, that took me. It was so hard to be quiet. Like, it was, it's just funny, oh, isn't it? Yeah. And there'll be times where he's like, D, like you're here and I'm there. Mm. So we're really good balance. But um, yeah. yeah, it's um, we don't have those set boundaries. But the, he all, may also say like, hey, we haven't spent quality time together. Yeah. Like, do you want to watch a movie or do you want to do this? And, um, you know, or... Like if he feels like I'm not present, he'd be like, "Are you here? Like, are, mm. you, are you there?" And I'm like, and, "Or I'll tell him like, I'm not here. I'm, mm. not, I'm not present. My brain's elsewhere." So you've so, got a language around it, which is really do. cool. Yes, mm. yeah, I think that's so important. Yep, so important. So how do you go thing. watching movies? Oh, are you like us where we just what? cannot? It's I can't. Just a thing. It's I a can't. thing. So you're the same. Yes. Wow. I've got to get more ammo for when Holy Paul asks me to go. Well, all these people are Honestly. like me. I went when I went to the Oppenheimer. Premiere. I couldn't even sit and watch it. Three hours. And my mum's like, are you all right? And I was sitting there and I was like. (laughs) And it was a premiere and I was like right in the middle of the IMAX. So it was like the row was like this long. And I was like, how am I going to get out? (laughs) Did you get invited to it? I need to exit, yeah. Oh, so you couldn't say, sorry, I can't come. (laughs) I'm busy. (laughs) There's been other events I'm not even going to say, but I had to leave one recently because (gasps) like Alessandra looked at me. She's like, you okay? And I was like, yeah. Really and she's like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good. And she's like, do you need to leave? I'm like, no, no, no. And I was sitting there and I was like, like, oh. just like falling asleep. I'm like, this is so bad. Yeah, this is so bad. And I, I left. Yeah. Wow. Halfway through. So I'm either like agitated and need to leave or I fall asleep. Yeah. But yeah. there's some things that, you know, no, not really. It's most of the time. It's everything. Even no, last we, night we watched half a movie. I'm like, nah, I'm done. He's like, you even, because I was like reading stuff. Like, yeah. And he's just like, are you even watching it? I'm like, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same. I, I was just like, it's just a bit of background. Yeah. And then I tune in but. What happened there? And it, then he'll explain, like, and then I'll be back on. And yeah. then you're just so you're like, like, what happened there? Like, yeah. who's that? And yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, I'm one of, you don't want to be one of them. We're one of them. That's yeah. not good. No. no okay, well. so it's a normal, like, normal thing? Well, for, for us, yeah, we, we, we bonded over it. We were like, oh, my God, like, you don't do the TV thing. So what a, it's, it, this is a new thing because um, painting is obviously like a discipline for me, but sometimes it's really hard to get into it. Yeah, and then flow. my brain will be like, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'll be painting. So to get in a flow state now, I've been watching like, not watching, but like listening mm. to series. So I'll paint oh, cool. and like listen to it. So I can do that. Yes. But I can't, like if I was just to sit there, like when you're sick and everyone's like, oh, just like have a Netflix day. I'm like, have a Netflix day. I couldn't think of anything How am I going to sit and watch Netflix during the day? Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, gone are the days where, like, watching TV was, like, distraction. I feel like I'm disciplined if I'm not on my phone whilst watching TV. Yeah. Like, it's That's like yeah. therapeutic like, now just well. to watch what. I'm like, damn, I flexed <laughs> some willpower and focus <laughs> to watch just the TV show. I know. I so didn't pick up my phone once. Oh. It's, it's a sad world out there. It is bad, honestly. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not alone. No. No, definitely no. we can connect on that. But like when you when you said you find it hard to sort of get in flow and everything, and yes, you listen to series, but do you feel that motivation is a thing or do you just say, nah, I've got to show up today and just how do you get over that where you just don't feel like it? Yeah, I, I feel like feeling like motivated is not really a thing. I think it's like a, day, a daily project, whether it be with gym, uh, with anything that you're applying insane amount of hours to and dedication to. Um, some days you wake up feeling great and some days you're like, oh, mm. need a little bit more push today. So I think it's like developing the tools that can aid you in that and it might shift over the years. I never – I used to not listen to music while I painted. 
uh, and I was excited to paint and I'm always excited to paint but it takes me a while to get there and to mm. actually pick up that paintbrush. Mm. I will find things to do that I don't <laughs> even know exist yep. to, to not pick up that paintbrush even though it's a thing that I want to do. Yeah. So do you paint when you don't feel like it? Do you paint when you're Sometimes not? Sometimes I have to. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's, that would be hard because being innovative and creative, like I can't even make content when I don't really feel like I know. it. Like you force yourself, yeah. I guess. But it's I just don't know. another discipline. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, do you train when you don't feel like it? True. So true, yeah. isn't it? You, you get your ass to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you get that? Like, what kind of music and series do you put on? Is so it, like- it? So I've learned that if I have really, really big days and really busy periods, podcasts take a lot of energy because I'm actually like listening learning. to yeah. and learning. So now I've stopped doing that unless I have like really chill days and I'm painting and you know I can be in the studio. Uh, so the new thing is watching like series that don't take too much, like just shit. Like shit comedy. Shows. Like just light-hearted yeah, things light-hearted. that I don't have to watch. I can just listen to and roughly follow the storyline. Um, and that obviously quietens and noise in my brain and allows me to like create for longer mm. periods and be more productive. Um, gym, like 100%, just going. And if anyone talks to me about work at the gym, I'm sorry if anyone that I train with <laughs> sees this, but I'm just generally like shut it off pretty quickly yeah. or talk about it at the end of the session. All I'm good like, ideas come up at the gym for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I try not even think about like work, mm, which is interesting. So like I'll ponder things, but I'll try not to like, mm. yeah. I'll just be like, Let's, I'm just here to get it done. Yeah. Uh, gym's huge, like meditation, using that as a tool. Um, but I just, yeah, I just treat it as a daily project if i try to like implement strategy too much then the next week i'm like i'm bored let's do something different so Mm. um it's basically i just consider it as another discipline like and that's why i know i have to i can't some murals are locked in and i I can't just turn up and be like sorry i don't feel like painting today Mm. (laughs) (laughs) they'd be like ah yeah what if it's like pissing down rain that's another discipline in itself you still gotta go out there and do it yeah like i mean doesn't the wall get wet? Excuse my ignorance. Yeah, no, it does. It was funny because I just think you just you just get it done. Like it's just another yeah. another oh, yeah. layer of you just comes out. And Les was looking at me. You know, we had to draw up this um, wall, and it just starts bucketing. And I'm standing on top of the ladder. I'm trying to wipe the ladder so I don't slip off the oh. ladder. I'm like up on the thing. I'm just oh. trying to do the text. We've got like um, a projector out too. It's in the middle of Chapel Street and it ended up freehanding the rest of it. But mm. I was like, you know, we're going to have a good crack. And I was just drenched. But yeah, yeah it's just, it's all part you of just it. get it done. But technically you're not supposed to paint in the rain if it's bucketing like that because okay. it runs. And then obviously yeah. I was drawing with a pen and then it starts running down the wall and I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like wiping it off the wall. And wow. I'm like, oh. Yeah. So it's just, you know. <laughs> it's a whole nother beast. Just like doing anything, isn't yeah. it though? It's like motivation. Ugh, I know a lot of people say it doesn't exist, but it's more about like how you can curate how you it. Get and yourself, like, get yourself yes. motivated. Yeah. How, it's, what makes you tick? How do you yeah. get there? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. been? How do you guys get motivated? It does get to the point where, yeah, you just have to do it really when you don't want to. But it, listening to music and just yep. pumping yourself yep. up just for that moment. Little and G up, similar happy to dance. I feel like not feeling motivated is a symptom rather than a cause. Yeah. Like it's an outcome of something not yep. going the way yep. it should be. So yep. when I'm not motivated to go to the gym, yep. like I love going to the gym. Yeah. Why am I not motivated? Yep. So it's usually an outcome for me. It's like, yep. well, I'm burning myself out. Like I'm doing something that's causing me to not want to do something I normally like. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that, yep. you're just getting curious about that. And that is, are you doing it too much? Mm. Like, do I need it? Like, yeah. yeah. Do so, I need a break? Yeah. Do I yeah. need deep? Do I need to take pressure off? Do yeah. I need to stop trying to work and train at the yeah. same time? And sometimes you're in those together. periods where you do have to do yes. it. So it's like, yeah. okay, we're going to – and now we know what we yeah. have to do on the other side to, like, fill that back up so you're yeah. not feeling, you know, unmotivated. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Good juggling mm. act. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You look. You give me the eyes. We're going to start wrapping it up. Are I we? reckon. <laughs> She's that look. We got two questions that I really want to ask you and make sure we have got um, enough time. So yep. we'll spit for them. Spitfire them. Give mate. it the first. No, yeah. don't say spitfire because people just All think right. that it has to be quick. All it's right. not quick. Okay. No, it's not. We're just going to. <laughs> we're not no, no, spitting no. fire at no. you. I just meant like relay them. Let's off. just but wrap it up with yes, two awesome questions. We've got questions. two questions that we would love to ask you. And the first question <laughs> is. Shut up, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Me, not You've you. have been told. You. I'll take that. I generally, <laughs> I need that. I guess to shut up. <laughs> I generally need to be shit. Yes. <laughs> but <clears throat> what failures do you cherish the most? Failures. Ooh. Failures do I cherish the most? Or a time that you thought was a failure. Like, yeah, it could be like a, a mistake or, or something happening. Like that really sucks, but then it worked out to actually be put you on a great A path. specific event or anything that comes to mind. Failures, hardships, mistakes. I think um, failures in showing up as a good person because they still pop up now and they remind me of like who I want to be. Um, and sometimes I've even reached out to people that have perhaps mis- mistreated, whether it be 10 years ago or 15 mm. years ago. Um, I think, yeah, so like failing where if I ponder like, oh, I, you know, why was I like that on that day and why did I show up like that or not show up with empathy? I think, um, yeah, those failures that I see within myself is like you were not a great human and you could have done that differently. I value them a lot because you can, you can use them and those lessons in business and in anywhere, in any way, shape or form. Luke is very good like that, you know, showing up with empathy and not getting just because you think so critically of yourself doesn't mean you can think critically of other people you who are you to you know think like that of someone else so um definitely yeah where perhaps I'm not um and yeah like I think like sorry if I have treated anyone badly Mm. or you know and that's obviously growth so that I think failures in business I don't see them as failures because they're all lessons Mm -hmm. but I mean getting to a stage where um you know my business businesses wheels weren't in motion um a lot of people would see as a failure and i just think that i'm really grateful for them because it obviously means that something's not working and generally you come back firing bigger and better than ever Mm. so it's um i value that a lot you know there's been things that don't sell um you know i had like an nft collection the market dropped and um it still hasn't sold out and some people would see that as a failure i'm like can we normalize you know things not selling out and being a pioneer in business where you actually don't know what's right and wrong yep. and not being like you failed a lot of people would see it as but like hey I've probably taught myself and a million mm-hmm. other people a lesson of like how to do it next time yep so yeah a lot of value in those lessons and I used to see them as failures and now I'm like nope happened for a reason mm. let's move on absolutely yeah I, I 100% so agree that, that that's awesome by the way the first one completely resonate because Let's be honest, mm. we all grow up. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we've all we've all done shit that we're not proud of. It's survival of the fittest when oh, you're younger it, it, though. It, it, no like, one's perfect. Um, mm. like people just walk around and, and like they don't even they don't acknowledge that. Yeah. Like we've all no. done shit things as shit humans mm. at certain stages mm. because that's just what we feel like we have to do and we're just doing the best that we can yeah. with our maturity level yeah. and situations don't at know the time. Any yep, but that feeling that you get where you're like, Oh, I just wasn't my best self. Yeah. That's what fucking makes you good and show yeah. up in the way that you want to be remembered for. Yeah. And I'm, you know, here's not to say we'll probably all continue to make mistakes mm-hmm. and show up totally. how we don't want to. And 
um, yeah, good lesson to be like, okay, that was like a little failure within myself mm. that we can just not do that again. So yep. yeah, it we is learn true. from it. Yep. yep. And I love the second one too because like even the word failure. I don't know if I see it negative anymore. Failure no. to me is just an end. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Technically, that thing there did fail. And that's okay. Yeah. That was probably supposed to fail mm. and I was supposed to learn this thing yeah. from it so that I can do this next yeah. thing. Yeah. And you it's know? allowed space for something else. Yes. Mm. And you, nine times out of ten, it'll be greater. So, mm. yeah. Love you were so like, I remember watching you with all the NFT stuff and, you know, obviously it goes in highs and lows and yeah. that's the, yeah. the nature of what that is, but you were so innovative and quick. And I was watching you, I go, she's on top of this, like <laughs> doing things that no one had done. Like, uh, so you might see it in one light, but then from the outside of someone who was actively following that, I go, fuck, that's good. She's mm. so quick. Yeah. Have it a go. Really it trying. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I still like believe in that space and I know. Totally. And, and we're implementing it in ways that like people don't even know now. Mm. That's what I mean. And, um, and, and like anything new, it's going to shift and you know, like people are gonna be using um, NFTs. And, and look, now the, the language has shifted around it too. Like it's digital collectibles, mm -hmm. which is what we've been really like, cards and things like that. We've been Everyone doubling in that. social media. Uh, it's like, <laughs> it, exactly. So, um, but yeah, thank you. Cause you know, awesome. and that was a time where I was like, well, if I don't try it, um, I mean, I've walked this journey alone for like 10 years. So I'm gonna be a guinea pig in this space too. And if it works, it works. If not, like, I don't wanna be the one to be like, I didn't try it. Should yeah. have regret. done it. I should have done that. Yeah. As I always say, if the regret's going to outweigh the pain that it might take and, you know, the things that you lose along the way or here and there, if that's going to outweigh that, then I'm going to dive in because, yeah, we don't want to live with any regrets. We literally have no, no regrets. None. Zero. No regrets. How good's that? Like, Nothing. if you can if you can honestly say, I have no regrets, no. not many people can say that. No. Most people are like, I, should, I wish I did that. Yeah. I, I wish I went for yeah. it. But then they, they didn't take opportunity when they were, when they could yeah. and life gets on because I think you have like time and opportunity, it doesn't wait. If something's yeah. there, you have to jump in before you've got other responsibilities, yeah. other commitments, family. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying you can't do it with those things, but it complicates yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, everyone's like, oh, I've got time. Like, I'll do it. And I'm like, you actually don't know that. You don't know. You don't know nah. that. You really don't. We're getting mm, all exactly. philosophical here. But no, really, yeah, I, I can honestly say... You know, there's been things like I've had conversations with family and they're like, you sure you don't regret that? And I'm like, nope, made me the person mm. I am today. Yeah. Yep. Like, Good. so definitely not. Yep. Yeah. Lucky last, I reckon. So if there was one piece of advice that you could give your younger self, so go back, you can talk to yourself when you're a little girl, what would you say? Oh, let's, I'm going to swear here. Swear. Let's bring on the year of giving zero fucks straight away. Don't wait 10 years. To yes. <laughs> do not wait 10 years to, to show up with zero Straight fucks. to 70K murals. Straight to, <laughs> well, we, maybe not in monetary terms, <laughs> straight to just being an absolute idiot, the idiot that you are yeah. in, in, all, in all facets of life. Like not just because you have to, you think you have to show up in one way because it's corporate or you have to think, yeah. No, show up as you are from the get go and don't wait 10 years because you think you have to be a certain way. 100%. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never changed who I am, but I used to sort of, you know, put out what I thought that was okay or put out what I thought would get me a job here or um, that wouldn't taint my brand. But, yeah, mm. it takes you a while to realise that mm. that's not the case. What evidence or, like, what tells you that that's the right thing to do now? I think if you're putting out if, – if you think if you're showing up as you, you attract what aligns with you and what you want to attract or what, like, I mean, like I have certain values and want to do, put out certain work. And I think 
um, if you, if that's what you're putting out into the universe, that's what comes back mm. tenfold. And it just gives you confidence in knowing what you don't want to do and what you do want to do as well. Mm. Um, and being so clear on that. Whereas mm. I used to be like, oh, should, you know, so uncertain because I probably wasn't even certain in myself. How can I make decisions in business about what I want to do and who I want to surround myself with if I'm not even sure about the person I am showing up? So, yep. Um, and I used to go in waves and that was so evident in my teenage years. I went through like an emo phase. I was like, we all? had the mother haircut with the yeah. mullet. And Danny's probably like, yeah, I probably. Remember that, one. <laughs> <laughs> remember that one. You know, I went through so many like stages of like different identities and just trying to find yourself. Who you are, yeah. Like we all do. But when you do find yourself, like show up, you know, yeah. and we're still obviously growing and everything. But um, and maybe we didn't, I didn't have the capacity to show up like that back then. Mm. But if you can, do it. Mm. we're loving seeing like you and your personality on social media and that's why we picked you because we haven't had a guest on in this setting before and we're like okay we might stuff it up because it's our first guest but who is someone that is just so down to earth that we're going to feel so comfortable having a laugh with and it wasn't even a question we're like we need to get her back on Mm. so because you've just showing up being you we just felt so comfortable yeah you know, in our times of uncertainty, we're like, we got to get her on and Thank just you. have a great chat. Mm. Yeah, Good and it's, it's so hard to like even find, connect with, and just even hear from other women, especially in different industries. Like, yeah. just everything's transferable. Like, everything's applicable. Everything applies. It's all the exact same principles. It doesn't matter what niche you're in, what chapter you're at, what space you're at. Like, having a learner's mindset, being humble, yeah. and even just someone that sees business as a marathon, yeah. not a sprint, no. in a yeah. world where, you know... Ultra marathon. Let's just highlight that. Ultra it's an ultra marathon. It's a lifelong marathon yeah. that's going to outlive you if you do it right, yeah. in the right way rather than, you know, your, your, your couch yeah. to five that no one actually ever completes. Yeah. It's, it's about realising <laughs> what it actually is, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so hard to find people and, you know, you, you walk the talk and you do all the things that, you. you know, are going to get you so far. So I'm excited. Another three years from now, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> Pestle it in right now. <laughs> this day, three years. Lock it in. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. where can our listeners find you, stalk you, learn more about you? We love the stalking. The stalkathon. Yes. Uh, across all platforms. So Danielle's artwork across Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Hang on, I always miss these things. Oh, no, Twitter's a bit different. DW Artworks because they don't have enough letters yep. on oh. Twitter. You probably found that yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then what else? We've got TikTok. We've got LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I'm a big advocate for LinkedIn. What mm. else is there? God, Website, www.daniellesartwork.com. Yep. Bit of everything. Discord, are you still doing that? Still on Discord. Yeah. I, I don't um, pop up as much. Threads to people. I saw your post. Threads. Yeah, I love a bit of threads. Yeah. So she's yeah. on everything. Threads here yeah. and there. Everything. So we'll just link everything. In the everything. <laughs> all all the Whatever platform you Either prefer. I think that's Everyone has different tastes, so it's in. Yes. Yeah. YouTube, a little bit here and there. Yep. Whatever floats your boat, guys. Just yeah. um, search, search her up have a and look. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like thank you for just thank leading you. in your industry too because I can only imagine like – let alone the lack of creators but um, that are on socials but then also females that yep. are also leaders and role models in their space. Like it's hard in any industry. So thanks for coming on the show and even just sharing your story because it's been me. incredible <laughs> to chat with you and, yeah, we're excited and for And right next back step. at you too. Thank you for pioneering the space and inspiring the masses. Amazing. Thank you. Love you girls. Love, love, love. <laughs> awesome. Love. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a five-star review and hit follow so you can stay up to date with our weekly podcast.